It is said that the two most beautiful parts of owning investment real estate are appreciation and depreciation. Well, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but we'll find out as much as possible about one of those today on Flipping Awesome Podcast. Welcome to episode number five of Flipping Awesome Podcast. Every week we share some of our experiences around a topic. We also talk to an expert or entrepreneur to share their story with us. This week's topic is maximizing depreciation. I'm your co-host and producer, Marshall Saunders. And with me, as always, is my co-host and licensed real estate agent in the state of Minnesota, Heather Foss. Hey, Marshall. How's it going today? It's going great. Uh, I'm a little bit worried, though, after I said that today's topic is maximizing depreciation, that people might have already fallen asleep because tax talk is not usually very scintillating. Uh, My first message to everyone is to check out our webpage, flippingawesomepodcast.com, or like our page on Facebook by searching Flipping Awesome Podcast. Hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast source you found us on, and be sure to rate and review Flipping Awesome Podcast wherever you found us. Uh, The reason that you subscribe is that you get the episodes right when they come out. Uh, Oftentimes we advertise them on Facebook a couple days later. You'll get them immediately if you subscribe. But now about depreciation. And the moment that we talk taxes, it gets a little tense, doesn't it? I think we all have a little bit of a phobia of taxes. Oh, my goodness. So even just reading that we were going to talk about it, it's, it just starts to bring up bad memories of of not only like learning about the taxes, but they're constantly changing the rules and being audited and... What does the word depreciation mean to you? Well, it is something very beautiful. I love it. So the IRS looks at your investment real estate and they say, okay, your land doesn't depreciate. Your land always stays what it is. So you have to first separate the land and the actual building on top of it. But they say the building on top of it is constantly in a state of falling apart right? It's, it's depreciating over time. Which is true. Right. It is, it is true. You know, a building left to just stand there that you never did anything to, you know, 30 years later would look really awful and probably be falling apart and falling down. So they give you kind of a compensation for the fact that you're dealing with that force of nature that's really tearing apart your building over time. And what they do is they say, I bet over 27 and a half years, this building goes from totally fine to being uninhabitable and worth nothing. The land is still worth something, but the building is worth nothing. So they give you this tax write-off, this expense, even though you don't actually experience the actual expense. You don't pay out anything, but they give you this money and they give you this loss every year. If the building's worth, let's make this easy, if it's worth $275,000 and it is depreciated over 27 and a half years, you're taking about $10,000 off as an expense off your taxes every single year, whether or not you put $10,000 into it. You can still take, you know, if you put in uh, this or that improvement, um, those can be costs uh, that you take off your taxes uh, as expenses. But here is the absolute 
end of my knowledge of this. <laughs> um, I know that I use it. I know that I love it, that I have this big write-off every year that I didn't actually have expenses from. However, that's why we're having an expert in a little bit later to talk about depreciation. And this episode is called Maximizing Depreciation because it it's not just always that simple of a rule. There are ways that you can bundle things together, that you can take individual items that you buy, you can uh, depreciate your roof and all this separately. That's what our expert's going to talk about today. That sounds awesome. I mean, my general knowledge of depreciation is is slowly getting bigger and depreciation seems to award the people who um, itemize things well. Um, and so I'm really excited to hear what she has to say about this topic and I'll be taking notes over here too. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the, the crazy thing is that a depreciation is in the eye of the IRS when in actuality, hopefully your asset, your real estate asset is actually appreciating and it's going up and up and up in value, you know, two to five to 10% a year, uh, going up in value while at the same time, according to your tax write-off, it is depreciating. Right. It gets a little confusing. So one jurisdiction is saying it's shrinking in value mm-hmm. while your county or closer jurisdiction is <laughs> like, no, 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 this thing's more valuable yeah, than it was last year. You can need to pay more and more taxes <laughs> on this as far as property taxes. Yeah. Yeah, it is a little confusing. And of course, for those of you listening, please consult a tax or legal professional. We are not the experts here. We'll bring you a good story of one that is in a second. But really, it brings to mind the whole fact that to do real estate investment well, you need a team of people around you that can help you make the right decisions, that can give you the right information, lawyers, lenders, inspectors, tradespeople of all sorts. But first and foremost, you need a real estate agent. Heather and I have an elaborate real estate network at our fingertips of agents who put their customers first and truly know the best plan to get started in real estate investment in your area. If you'd like us to match you up with a great real estate agent, simply go to our website at flippingawesomepodcast.com and click on the experts link, fill out the form, hit submit, we will only use the information that you give us to connect you with the best possible real estate agent in your area. It's a great place to start. So Heather and I recently sat down with Jody Nielsen from Cost Segregation Services. She's an expert on getting the most out of depreciation and explaining what exactly the word depreciation means. So Jody, you are an expert on getting the most out of depreciation, correct? Yes, very much so. If you own a building... That's where we come in. Give us the big rundown, the big picture of depreciation. What is depreciation? What are the number of years you can take off? How do you, how does that work? 
So depreciation for uh, buildings are two different categories. 39-year is for a commercial building owner, and 27-and-a-half-year would be for residential, so apartments, nursing homes, that type of thing, or your own home, or, or someone, uh, we have a lot of people, a lot of listeners, who own single-family home rentals, so that would come under the 27-and-a-half-year depreciation, okay? And so depreciation is something that you are able to take by just buying a building, and you get a little bit every year, either 39 years or 27 and a half years. What we are able to do with a cost segregation study is we are able to come in and accelerate 10 to 40 percent of a building's assets and put it into five, seven, or 15-year categories instead of the full 27 and a half and 39-year. Now, I do want to point out that some people get a little freaked out. They're like, whoa, don't get rid of all my depreciation. Sure. That does not happen. You're going, like I said, most would be 40%. Typically, it's around 18 to 24% of the building we can accelerate. So what do you mean accelerate? Let's say I own a fourplex. I can take out certain elements of that building and say, like the electrical or the plumbing and depreciate it faster than I do the rest of the building? How does that Correct. Yes. And that's what you're paying us to do. And that's why the IRS preferred method is an independent engineered based company, because what we're able to do is pull out different components from carpeting to electrical to plumbing to windows to sprinkler system to tile to masonry work. There's there's over up to 200 different assets components within a building. And by us being able to give a defendable number and percentage of what we're taking out of the building, you now get to accelerate the depreciation faster, meaning you get cash flow. So an easy way to look at it is instead of giving the IRS an interest-free loan, you're giving yourself one. With accelerated depreciation, there's also a little caveat called bonus depreciation that it's been around what changed in 2018 was as long as a building is new to you, you get a 100% bonus on anything under a 20-year life. Now, what that means is you buy an old building, you build a building, you, you do a cost segregation study if you think of a pyramid. The bottom of the pyramid is your cost segregation. What we find is going to go into 5, 7, 15, and 27 and a half year on your duplex or your fourplex. Um, or 39 commercial. Then the middle layer is the bonus. You can take 100% bonus depreciation on anything under 20-year life, but you need to know how much and what fell into those categories to get the bonus. That's where the foundation comes in. And then on the top of the pyramid is what's called TPR repair rigs. So at what point does an owner call you guys? We've got people who have established portfolios, people who are trying to get into it. What? When's a good time to call you guys? All of the above. We'll do a free, no charge, no obligation analysis for anybody to let them be able to see what their tax savings benefit is going to be and what the cost of the study will be. For every 500000 of building, the tax benefit's going to be between twenty and 80000 So we'll take a couple of your examples. Uh, somebody's looking at buying a building. They say, I'm looking at buying a, a retail strip for a million. Great. I will run the analysis and say, yeah, you're going to have 125000 tax savings benefit your first year. 
great. Maybe that will help them make their decision. Um, someone's owned an apartment building for 12 years. I get their depreciation schedule. I will run the analysis, which our analysis usually take about 48 hours, and come back with an answer for them. Somebody built a new building. The sooner you do, I should clarify for you too, the sooner you do uh, cost seg on a building, kind of the better off you are because you're going to be able to start using accelerated depreciation right away. We're going to pull out any improvements that you did. That's going to be on your depreciation schedule. And like now we're in tax year 2019, we would say, hey, did you do any major improvements? When I say major improvements, it's typically, you know, 30000 or more, that type of thing. What are major elements of a structure that have a different depreciation uh, length, like electrical or plumbing? Is that is that what we're talking about here? Carpeting, sidewalks, signage, parking lots, tile, uh, electrical, lighting. So let's say I buy a $500,000 building. It's a 11plex or something like that. The land, I separate, right? Because the land, I can't depreciate. So let's say I take out $100,000 for the land. I'm dealing with 400000 for the building. Let's say that 10%, and I, I know these numbers are probably just made up, but I'm trying to keep them uh, simple. 10% of that building is the electrical of that building, you know, the electrical mm-hmm. service. So I can take, so $40,000, instead of spreading that $40,000 over 27 and a half years, I can take that $40,000 and spread it over five or 10 or whatever the life cycle is of electrical. Do I have this concept? Correct. Right? Okay. Yes. And so what I'm hiring you to do is to come in in a, re- a way that would satisfy the IRS and give me a breakdown of like, okay, 10% of your building is the electrical service or 2% or whatever, but a number that I can then go to the IRS and say that is the percentage because that's what this company did for me. They put together this whole engineered idea of what percentages we're talking about. You're Do I have ab- this concept correct? <laughs> you're, you're absolutely correct. And that that is what you're paying for because the, many CPAs or people say, well, why am I CPA doing this? CPAs, I've, I've never met one that's an engineer. They love our studies. They take our defendable numbers and they apply them for the taxes, but they're not able to perform the study. And you do bring up a IRS qualification that that is important too. We defend, we your audit defended with our studies, which is a big thing. We do it for the life of the building or how long you own it, that's what you're paying for. And like with an electrical system or a plumbing system, there's like seven different layers of plumbing within plumbing. And so that's what they go through and they can break out. Did you ever know this, Heather? Did you ever know that there was layers of depreciation? No, I'm like, I'm like fascinated by this. <laughs> so, so Jody, kind of walk us through um, a new client. Like what's, what's, the, what's the process like? So let's say you're a new client and you, just for easy numbers, say you bought this fourplex and you bought it for, keep numbers easy, like a million dollars. And as Marshall said, we're going to take out 10 to 20% for land. Just for easy numbers, just say 20%. So now we're down to 800000 So I'm going to run the analysis. I'll come back to you and say your tax savings benefit is going to be $125,000. You look at me and say, is this for real? You look at your CPA, should I do this? And they're all like, yes, this is a good thing to do. Then we would ask if you have any blueprints, if you have an appraisal, which 
if you got, took a loan, you probably would have. They're, those are not mandatory, but they are helpful to the engineers. Then you and I would schedule with yourself and or a manager, general manager or something, a site survey where I come in and take pictures of the f whole outside of the building and the whole inside of the building. And this goes into electrical, boilers, bathrooms, closets, you know, anything and everything. If I can possibly get up on the roof, I do. That for a normal size building can take anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour. And then from there, our studies take six to eight weeks. And then when we're finished, we're going to come back with a 40 to 80 page, I'll call it file, document for you. There's really probably three to five pages that is going to be beneficial for you and your CPA to have all the numbers that you need to apply with replacement values and whatnot. Mm -hmm. The rest of it is just defend and documentation. The IRS does not care what number you have. How did you get it? Sure. Sure. Okay, so you get this packet of information, you do your taxes. Does the owner go back to you when those improvements are made to make adjustments to those? Or do you get like a whole new um, report done when one of those uh, significant improvements is made? Yes, very good question. You would come back to me, let's say two years from now, and you come back and you say, Jody, we've done over $200,000 of improvements. I would come back in. It would be another study, but it wouldn't be the whole study because we've got some background on it. Gotcha. However, the, the question, too, most people ask, how much does this cost? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, w I was going to get there. I, I figured, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. We're not cookie cutters. And so what I mean like that, every building is its own entity. And so we come in and the ROI is just fantastic. We hit our numbers 98% of the time, whatever I say I'm going to get you or above. We'd rather over-deliver. You know, million-dollar buildings probably going it, – and it depends on what – well, I'll, I'll clarify. It depends on what the purpose of the building is. So the example I'll give is a million-dollar warehouse and a million-dollar, let's say, apartment building. Mm -hmm. Both bought the same month, same year. The warehouse isn't going to have as many assets and components in it, so there's only going to, let's say, 30000 of tax savings benefit, and the cost may be between – $3,000 and $5,000, so let's just say $4,000. Mm. The apartment building is going to have more work for our engineers to do, sure. so the benefits may be going to be, say, $80,000, and the cost of the studies can be between six and eight, so maybe, say, 7000 Okay. Now, those aren't hard numbers. I mean, we look at everything, and we give multi-building discount, and you know, we'll never lose a project due to price that's reasonable. I mean, that's Jim Shreve, the owner of our company, has said because we provide we'd rather have a relationship with somebody and, sure. and they'll keep. do multiple properties most likely yeah if they find it worthwhile they're gonna do and do you have a lot of repeat clients i mean they're just coming back for all of their properties like that absolutely and you know the whole point of what we do is cash flow right what right. are you going to do with that money so if you're into real estate you're going to buy, buy more real estate. Buy, yeah. Or, you know, or, or you have a company, you know, buy more buy more machines or hire more people. You know, whatever can make you be make things better. But the good thing is, too, some people get a, like, I don't need 125000 of tax benefit this year. I only need 25000 Well, you don't lose that remaining 100000 Okay. It'll sit in the holding queue until it runs out. Yeah. So – when you hear of people not paying taxes, this is definitely one of the strategies they use because what if I don't have to pay taxes for five years, I'm 
I'm right. happy, right? That's all right. money. Yeah, right. Is this something that somebody like an owner could uh, use um, as an amenity or, or an accessory to sell the building? Like, is it transferable or should that new owner get it? Or what happens when the building is sold? Is there any value to what you, you guys are doing? No, it's not transferable. The new owner would come in and they would get the cost. So I could do the same building you know, every five years, basically, a new owner stepped up basis gets more benefit the other question people i always think of what i would want to know why wouldn't i want to do a cost segregation study so number one if you're a nonprofit or don't pay taxes there's really no point um number two if you're going to take that money that hundred thousand or whatever it is and put in your desk drawer don't do it because (laughs) there's no point you'd be better off putting it in just a savings account at one percent interest you're better off and then the other thing the big thing is like recapture people want to know about recapture so the IRS stance on this is a little bit, if you're going to hold something for three years or more, you're you're always better off to do a cost seg because you're going to be able to take that money and do something with it. If you told me you were going to hold a building only for a year and your plan was to sell it, you know, we you're going to have to pay recapture anyway. I have people that say, hey, I'm going to have to pay it anyway. Why not? take my money and try to do something in a year. But that would be probably something to we'd look at with the CPA to see. And sometimes the recapture is even less because of what we can accelerate into that like five-year category. Gotcha. Is, is the division between residential and commercial pretty simple? If, if, if it has somebody living in it, if it's meant to be a dwelling of any sort, it's residential? Or, I mean, could you have a 50-story building that's a you know for all intents and purposes a commercial building, but because it's condoed and it has residential, is it still considered residential? Correct. Like a hotel is still commercial. Mm-hmm. Residential is going to still be condos, no matter no matter what the size, no, no matter, matter how commercial it looks. <laughs> right. However, what what we're seeing around a lot the U.S. Mm-hmm. is retail on the bottom, residential oh, on yeah. top. Yeah, so it's mixed. Yeah. So that would that would be, they'd run two depreciation schedules on that. They'd ah. have 39 year for the bottom and then 27 and a half year on the top. Hmm. And a caveat for that, if um, sometimes some CPAs say, hey, I didn't know that when I bring it up. So if, you, if more than 80% of your income comes from residential, you can 27 and a half year the whole building. Really? Even mm-hmm. though there's a portion that's commercial? Correct. Hmm. Typically, that's not the case where 80% of your right. income's coming from the residential. But mm-hmm. Did you guys have like a like a geographical limitation or do you work all – where do you guys work? Yep. So we're a national company. Um, I have – as long as somebody files in the United States, I can help them. I probably have clients right now like in 42 states and it's – it, it works every time. We've done over 25,000 of these, and it's never failed. Uh, we've never triggered an audit, going back to that audit thing a little bit. We have been involved in like 17 audits, but we're in and out. The IRS knows who we are. Sure. And for your listeners, too, I should bring up, this is not a new funky concept that Marshall and Heather have me talking about. This has been around since 1997. We were just clueless on it. <laughs> Well, no, I, it'll, most, a lot of people – or, or there was misconceptions, which sure. we might hit on just a – people thought it had to be a brand-new building. Not true. People thought – I think it has to be at least a million-dollar building. Not true. We can go as low as 150000 and still, if it's been bought recently, um, find value um, for the cost of the study. And again, we'll do a free analysis, so it doesn't cost you anything. Might as well see – I would imagine that 
there's a lot of mistakes that can make. I this is not something that I would try to do myself in in figuring out percentages because if you did get audited and you did realize that that did not hit the IRS standard, unraveling all of that could be, I would imagine, pretty um, severe for uh, an owner. Absolutely. I'll sometimes hear, oh, we're doing that, you know, or, or we've, we've done this. And my response is always, that's great. Let's just look at your depreciation schedule. If we don't find anything, then you're home free. Mm-hmm. But we on average find 60% more tax savings benefits. So there's money left on the table. And there's not too many CPAs that would want to try to defend numbers that there's no backing for sure. how they how they got the number. Right. So does it come, become more costly or more, more time consuming if, if we don't have blueprints? I know a lot of the buildings that my buyers purchased, you know, they're built in the Never, 1900s. Yeah, yeah, they don't have any schematics or blueprints. Right. So what happens then? No. It, it, I mean, it, they're helpful to the engineers, but no, it's not, you know, maybe, like I said, six to eight weeks. Maybe if we don't have blueprints, it might take them, you know, four or five, four days more without the blueprints. Okay. It's not going to be a deal changer. Jody, your company is called Cost Segregation Services Incorporated. That is correct. How would someone get a hold of you? Um, my phone number is 651-210-1921. And my email is Jody, J-O-D-I dot Nielsen, N-I-E-L-S-E-N at costsegregationservices.com. Cool. Thanks so much for joining us. It was very enlightening. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me, Heather Marshall. From Marshall and I, thank you for joining us for this episode of Flipping Awesome Podcast. If you'd like to ask a question regarding any sort of real estate investment, call us at 612-352-9177. Again, that's 612 612- Three five two nine one seven seven, or simply visit our website at flippingawesomepodcast.com. Also, visit our page on Facebook. That's where you can find additional video content for our show. Flipping Awesome Podcast is produced and recorded in the studios of Minnesota Podcasting. You can be found online at mnpodcasting.com. Of course, any legal or tax advice given on this show is for educational purposes only, and you should always consult your own tax or legal professional to receive advice specific to your own situation. Thanks again for joining us, and until next episode, we wish you a flipping awesome week. Flipping Awesome Podcast.